Welcome, beautiful people, to another episode of Becoming the CEO Podcast. It's your favorite medium, Maven Geralda, and, and today, I have to fly solo, y'all. Your girl needed to check in, okay? So, we promise to be transparent with our experiences, so this episode will be no different. Honestly, the new year came swinging, and I'm sure you can hear it in my voice, but pressure tends to come when greater is approaching. It's when it's the hardest for you to push that you push a little harder. And remember, work your worth because your worth is worth it. As y'all know, I'm Geralda N. And what that is, who she is, who I am, is a media professional. Um, We talk a little bit about it in a bonus episode before season three premiered um, when... Sabrina C and I introduce myself to you all. Um, I've been working in the media industry for about going on nine years. I started in 2013. And I've done everything from being being an intern to being one of the lead producers on a set. And the journey hasn't been easy. I don't think it's mirrored to anyone else. In a sense of everybody's journey is precious to themselves in that aspect. But there's a lot of things that I've experienced and I've had to learn from that I have to really dedicate to my growth and to my nurturing and flourishing success in this career that I love. So backstory, I wasn't supposed to be a media professional. I went to school to study to be a pediatrician, so I went to school for bio initially with a with a side with a minor in music. Your girl thought she was gonna be a pediatrician doing something with music on the side. I don't know. All I know is my first semester in school, bio was not my friend. So I did what I had to do. I spoke to my parents and I let them know that that was no longer my career path. That didn't mean I was leaving school, but there was a pivot that was going to happen. I tried to do business. I didn't even go to the classes. I registered and I said that wasn't me. And I realize now that I've always known this is a path that I want to take. Um, I'm a big lover of radio. And I have to attest that to my dad, I think, because he's also a lover of radio. My godfather as I probably um, mentioned previously, is a radio host in St. Lucia. So growing up, I was able to go to the radio station, watch him do interviews, and basically be a DJ. So it was an amazing experience, and I never understood it to be an actual career. Because, you know, being coming up in a Caribbean household, typical jobs would be to possibly be a teacher, going the medical field, as far as myself would go. But I never seemed to fit into the cookie cutter norm anywhere. So we fast forward to 2022, and I am a producer, a host, a writer, a visionary. I like to consider myself a curator because that's very possible. Um, and I hope to add more things like editor, 
and director for my accolades and I find myself to kind of be a philanthropist. I say all those things to say because in order to get here, it wasn't easy. I started out in my career and I didn't really have guidance. And, you know, Sabrina C had an episode in season two that talked about mentorship. And I feel like in a production realm or possibly in any realm, because it's probably could work in any career setting, right? It's important to have somebody that's walked the path before you. And I think I keep that in mind as I pivot through my career. When I first entered the career, it was very hard to speak. It was very hard to advocate for myself and to know what was right, what was wrong, what was appropriate. And not in the sense of anything too negative, but maybe too intense of a work environment. And over time, you learn that sometimes it's a good thing, but sometimes it can be a bad time, a bad thing. And I say that to say because it affects your mental. And if something is affecting your mental, you cannot be your best in your overall world. Your work life, your personal life, your emotional life, everything does just not connect and cannot work in balance. So what I've learned over time is that it's important to own your space. You're not in a room because you're just there you happen to get there no your name was in that room before you even stepped into it and i had to learn that um in production it's very cutthroat in the sense of you have to know your skills you have to remember that there's always somebody that wants to do what you're doing and that can be quicker that can that may know more than you and it's not a bad thing if anything it keeps you on your toes and what I've learned with that is, that is the best tool to keep you going. Most people will look at me and see, or look at anyone in our industry and, and say, why would you work in something that's so rigorous? But when you are able to create content or even assist in the ability to create content and realizing the impact that it has on other people, well, for me, positive impact, it's important for you to be able to do that. At first, it was very hard to own my space because when you're learning, you tend to take baby steps. You don't want to ask the wrong thing. You don't want to come off too aggressive or you don't want to come off too naive or uneducated. So you tend to take the back seat and you tend to listen. But sometimes those environments are not the best way to thrive. Rigorous environment, work, but don't work. So over time, I've learned that it's important that you have to know what you're comfortable with in your work environment. How you're spoken to, the days you work, because if you believe in something, say you go to church, you should be able to go to church. You should be able to honor that day, and you should be able to, if anything, find a compromise, so this way you can do your job and still be able to practice your faith. Um, it's important to know that mental health is important. It's important to know that self-care is important and family is important. So if time off is essential, you don't milk it, but you make sure that family is taken care of, home is taken care of, self is taken care of, in whatever order 
you find that to be important because I'm not here to let you know that. As fun as things can be in your career, it's important that you have to remember it's a business. That's what I've learned. I don't see my career as a career that much. I love what I do. I've always wanted to do this. And I have to remember from time to time it's a business. So I have to market myself. And market myself in the sense of make sure you're paid what you're worth. And what I've learned in something in an industry like this, I'm not too sure how it mirrors at other places, but I feel like it's a good rule of thumb for those in a path towards success to always fight for your worth. Um, if you're not, if you're offered something as a form of payment and you know it's not within the bracket of what you're going to provide as quality of work, it's always important to see if there's room for a bump. Sometimes there isn't. Sometimes they literally offered you what they had and they want you to be a part of the team and this is what they can give you for the moment. Other times, they'll bump you up. But they're not going to bump you up if you don't ask. And I have learned that the hard way and I've learned that it's very important. That's why I'll go back to owning your space in a room. It's important to speak on your behalf and it's important to advocate for yourself. I figured, I picked up a lot of these tips over time. As you, as you understand, I've never had a mentor. I've attempted it. It's never really worked for me. I don't know, like, ugh. we'll see. Maybe God aligns something and I get the right mentor and it goes from there. But over time, I've learned that it's important for you to air hustle and not everyone is into air hustling, right? They tell you to mind your business. But in this instance, you're minding your business. In the sense of you're making sure that you're allowing to progress and flourish in the career or industry that you're interested in. And I say that to say is, while being on set, which I do a lot, whether it be a video shoot, photo shoot, um, I pick up from the cameraman, I pick up from the production manager, I pick up from the glam team, I pick up from now COVID compliance officers. And the reason why I do that is for a person like me who sees a bigger pressure for myself, it's important to understand the function of everyone. It's important to understand how people get to where they are, especially if that's a desire for you. I remember being a production assistant, just being hired for, let's say, day work. I would make sure, I would figure out who the EP was, who was the ex executive producer, the main producers or associate producers, make sure I spoke with them, saw how they, listened to how they got to where they were, and as they would work, I would sit and take notes mentally. Because a lot of these sets, you can't have your phone out. Or if you do, you can't seem like you're doing too much on your phone. So that's how I, over time, continue. Because it doesn't stop now. I'm still learning. This is how, over time, I've become the person that I've become. And there's a lot of times, I think this episode was on my mind to do because I surprise myself every single time. There's a lot of times where I forget how good I am at what I do. There's a lot of times I forget that I'm able to do the things that I do. And when I see
see what outcomes come out or what outcomes occur, I shock myself. And there's no reason why I should be shocked. Everyone else should be shocked by what I'm able to do. And the reason why I say that is it's not to be cocky, but I know what I bring to the table. I know when I step on a set, I'm there to ensure that within whatever role I'm in, the end product is going to be amazing. Whatever that means. In my retrospect, in my role, and I might go above and beyond. I'm a person that believes in all hands on deck so that this way we all can have a great end product. And this, I feel like I try to mirror in other things in other sectors because, you know, it's very important to figure out residual income and I believe in generational worth. So whatever I need to do for my now one child, I'm going to do. Um, And it's always important to bring to your table so that you can negotiate for your work. It's important to be paid for your work. If you're going to work for something that you're passionate about, there's a way to get paid for it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that, you know, in the instance of giving back to the community, it's very different because I really do wish to be a philanthropist, but I work so that this way I can be able to do those kind of things. In order for me to do that, I have to make sure that when I'm walking into a room, they understand that I'm bigger than what you just see. I'm bigger than what you think you hired me for. And I don't plan to say where you, where you hired me and what you hired me for. I, I plan to grow if that is what you're into and that, that is what you have decided to choose as your source of success. You add tax now. There's a way to add tax. There's always a way to add tax, right? You add tax by being a jack of all trades. And I like this twist. I was talking to my cousin and she, this is how she, and a master of some. Opposed to a master of none. Let me find that back one more time. A jack of all trades, but a master of some. And what that means to me is learn everything. Try everything. No, you don't got to be like run man from the fifth floor. You don't have to be Tommy. <laughs> you don't have to do, you don't have to lie and say you're doing this and you do that. But try the things that are your interest. If there's a way for you to work and have that pay for your dreams, do it. Try it. Why not? Over time, you will master things. You might not master everything that you've tried, but you don't know how far that'll take you in life and what those experiences can do for you. The doors that open to you, the people that you connect with. And it's important to understand that You have to believe in yourself. You have to walk in your truth. And you have to bring your A-game every time. And your A-game, even on your worst day, will always be your best. As long as you're putting your best foot forward. See, and the important thing about becoming the CEO is that you're always becoming. You're always evolving. And in order to continue to add value to your work, you have to continue to add knowledge to your brain. You have to add skills. (laughs) You have to add experiences. You have to add people, knowledge, all of those things, right? 
And the reason for that is it's almost like you're planting seeds. When you plant a seed, you plant the seed, you move around the soil, you add your fertilizer, you continue to water. And the thing about it is you don't stop watering. At one point, you have to add more fertilizer. At one point, you might have to trim something so that it can grow better. At one point, you might have to add a stick, depending on what kind of plant it is, to keep it upright a little bit longer. At some point, you might have to repot, right? You might have to pivot. You might have to move. You might have to reevaluate and readjust. But it's not a terrible thing. The outcome is what you're looking forward to. Your goal is to be successful. Your goal is ownership. Your goal is to be your own CEO. So in order to continue to become the CEO, always at the forefront, keep what your worth is. Know your worth. Work your worth. Let your worth walk into a room before you have a chance to step into it. And just watch how things begin to fall into place for you. So with that, I definitely want to thank you all. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of Becoming the CEO Podcast. And after listening to this podcast, I challenge you to add one more skill to your bank this week. And as you're learning your skill, remember to work your worth because your worth works. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, rate, everything, (laughs) Becoming the CEO. If you haven't caught up yet, you can stream all of our episodes on all streaming platforms and catch your midweek cooldown every Wednesday at 6 a.m. While you have your phone out, follow Become the CEO on Instagram. Feel free to join in our polls, answer some of our questions, and give us a little bit more feedback. We're excited to expand our Instagram family and look forward to hearing more from you guys and providing you with more content. And one last thing, remember, we create to inspire. Have a good one, y'all.